0: Greetings in the wonderful name of our Jesus Christ and Saviour. Welcome once again to Into the Garden. Oh, today's Easter Sunday. Wow. Um, yes, today we celebrate the world over that Jesus Christ is alive. Easter Sunday signifies to us that Jesus Christ is alive. He is risen and He's is not dead. the ultimate ultimate sacrifice given with an unselfish heart to you and I, so that we can be redeemed by his blood which was shed on Calvary. The price was paid in full that we could be rewarded with assurance that through him we can enter heaven and have life eternally in him forevermore. Yes, people, in the tomb when the disciples went, in the tomb, the linen that was wrapped around his head was neatly folded, stating that he enjoyed dying for you and me. And the linen that covered his body was laid down, stating that he is coming back for his body as the body of Christ, so that, so that we, through him, can have access to the Father. So make haste, beloved. Come to the Father through his Son, Jesus Christ, because that is what Easter is all about. So we welcome you. That you take part and into the garden, and we thank you that once again we have the privilege to enter your homes, and uh, enjoy the word of encouragement that will be following, and we wish you a blessed, blessed Easter for you and your family. God bless.
1: Audrey Bolson. Welcome to another episode of Into the Garden Podcast, hosted by Salome Jacobs of South Africa. I count it a blessed privilege to be sharing with you today on this international platform. To some, happy Easter. To all Christians, Happy Resurrection Day all over the world. We're in this season of culminating the crucifixion, death, burial, and celebrating the victory through his resurrection. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whom our Heavenly Father sent and sacrificed his only begotten Son, to fulfill the plan of salvation, that is to redeem us back to him, to reconcile us back to him. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, for we all were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Which means we all need salvation. We all need to partake of the plan of salvation. So again, happy Resurrection Day to Christians all over the world and those that will become Christians through the messages that will be preached by God's servant on today. Speaking of Crucified today, my approach is as I'm led of the Lord is to ask two questions. The first question is, What does it mean to be crucified with Christ? The second question, How can I say that I have been crucified by Christ or with Christ? How can I? say that I have been crucified with Christ?" Both of these questions as I was reading uh, some articles, i really like to go back and read uh, messages from uh, those of uh, the very beginning of Christianity. And one of them comes from the article that has been translated from Norwegian and was first published with the title, Crucified with Christ, uh, in a periodical, Escajuli Scatter, uh, back in September of 1935. The second article is an excerpt from the book, I'm Crucified with Christ, written by Elias Aslekson first published in Norwegian in January 1937. So, that has been a mighty long time that God's Word is still standing and it cannot be broken. Amen. What does it mean to be crucified with Christ? We already know that He was crucified, he was dead, he was buried, but he didn't stay buried. He was resurrected by the power of God. Therefore, today we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Crucified with Christ. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Uh, That's according to Romans 6 and 6. Paul writes as if this was something that was commonly known and believed that the old man was crucified. Nowadays, this is quite unknown among Christians. Perhaps they know about it as dead knowledge, but they do not believe it, so it does not benefit them. Recently, someone testified that he now believed he was crucified with Christ, that it was an act of faith. He was overjoyed. It was wonderful to hear because it was completely different from the old understanding commit sin, and receive grace to be forgiven. It is a profit for a beginner or a babe in Christ to be excited about forgiveness. But when a person sh- should have become a teacher in Christ and still continues to sin, that is lazy and deplorable. At some point, we have to come to victory over all that we know, to be sin because conscious sin is of the old man. Then we gradually discover the sin which has been unconscious. As we receive light over unconscious sin, we will also crucify it. The body of sin will thereby be destroyed and we will no longer serve sin. We are dead to sin. By faith we keep sin in death where it belongs. We reckon ourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Sin must not reign in our mortal bodies, that we obey it in its lust. Romans 6 verses 11 through 12. We have lust in our mortal body, but we must not obey them. In other words, we are dead to our lust. We have received power to do this by taking the stand of faith. Dead with Christ, crucified with Christ. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Paul talks about this in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. If Paul could believe that he was crucified with Christ, it must be possible for us too. That is why it is written as a fact. And those who are in Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Galatians 5 verse 24 A victorious life. Why live without Victor, victory then, whining and complaining about c- continuous defeat sounds so humble, but the root of it is only sin and unbelief. The same spring cannot bring forth both flesh, fresh, excuse me. The same spring cannot bring forth fresh and bitter water. And that's according to James the third chapter, Verses 10-11 Standing at the foot of the cross is no help It was not down at the foot of the cross that Jesus overcame We have to get up on the cross That is where Jesus overcame principalities and powers and all the host of hell That is where we overcome too Priests and preachers should start teaching this more to their disciples as soon as possible because it is a fact that only a very few believers have faith and a clear understanding of this matter. And it is a matter of life. Understanding this key teaching is a matter of life. The next question. How can I say that I have been crucified with Christ? Elias Athlexon is the author. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I live in the flesh, I live by faith. In the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Again, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. This indeed is the heart of Christianity, the firm foundation of faith in Christ. Until this becomes true in a person's life, he will suffer continual defeat and failure. As long as we live for ourselves, misery will result. Because in us, that is, in our flesh, dwells no good thing. Romans 7, chapter verse 18. No one can manage to follow in the steps of Christ, do the will of God, and keep his commandments on his own. It is by faith. Everyone's flesh is totally depraved, irreparable, helpless, and impossible. The more we try to do good, the more we discover that it is hopeless. What are we to do with a man who is thoroughly corrupt and and incorrigible? When we recognize and acknowledge that this is our state, it brings us into need and causes us to sorrow. Thus, God is able to open our eyes to see that we were crucified with Christ. Not only was our certificate of death nailed to the cross, according to Colossians chapter 2, verse 14, but also the debtor himself, Romans 6 and 6. This was included in the work of Christ. The Father reckoned it to be so, and it is so. Paul could say in truth, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. We cannot and certainly should not say this if we do not live a victorious life. For instance, if I offended If I'm I'm offended, excuse me, angry, or worried, and then say that it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives within me, then I am saying that it is Christ who sins, which would be blasphemous. Who lives a thoroughly victorious life in this world? Everyone who by faith is crucified with Christ. Everyone who does not live for himself anymore. This, dear reader and listener, is the position of faith that we must take. And once we have received grace, To take this position, it is vital that we are not moved away from it. These are great and unfathomable things. Nevertheless, God is also great and his name is wonderful. He who in his mercy decided that it was good to call us to something so great will himself do his mighty work in us. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 23 through 24. I have been crucified with Christ. What does it mean to be crucified with Christ? It means that I no longer live according to the sinful lusts and desires of my flesh. I no longer commit what I know is sin and willfully and consciously. Sin in my flesh has been nailed to the cross, hallelujah, by faith. How can I say that I've been crucified with Christ? By faith. It's all by faith. By faith, we're saved through grace. It's all by faith. We read, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, the, con- the overcoming life, to which you are also called. Timothy, first Timothy, that is, 6th chapter and 12 verse. And what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Second Peter chapter 3, 11 is asking. It is easy to understand that no one is going to strive to believe that he has been crucified to something which he loves and wants to keep. In other words, before we can lay hold of faith in being crucified with Christ, we must have grown tired of ourselves. Yes, we have to be so sick and tired of sin and all the activity of self that we are thankful to be crucified with Christ. And receive him as a leader and Lord over our lives. If you have this attitude, God will see to it that you get the opportunity to lay hold of faith in being crucified with Christ. Consequently, two things are necessary to be crucified with Christ. One, to want it. Two, to believe it. I'll say that again. Consequently, two things are necessary to be crucified with Christ. One, to want it. Two, to believe it. Taking up my cross daily. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew 16, chapter verse 24. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Dr. Luke spoke that in the ninth chapter, the 23rd verse. We see that it cannot be taken for granted that a person is following Christ just because he's converted. But if someone really wants to follow him, He will receive clear instructions as to what he must do if he is to succeed. As long as we live, the big question is and always will be, what do we do with our self-will? Everything depends on this. We all have an enormous and complex self-will that always resists God's will. It is evident that these opposing wills cannot be carried out simultaneously. If I do my own will, it transgress God's will. If I do God's will, then I go against or deny or crucify my own will. I'm going to repeat that. If I do my own will, I transgress God's will. But if I do God's will, then I go against or deny or crucify my own will. That is, I crucify my flesh. If I want to walk the same way that Jesus walked, the way which he consecrated, then I must deny my own will daily and take up my cross unto which my self-will is to be nailed because that is what Jesus did. There. I will find his steps. Christ lived his entire life as one crucified. Hebrews 12 and 2. He is the master in this. And now he is teaching his disciples the same thing. When the scripture says that God condemned sin in the flesh, Romans 8 and 3, we understand that Jesus denied his self-will so that it was never carried out. To be able to say that I've been crucified with Christ also means that in practical situations of daily life, I always without exception say no. Whenever I'm tempted again, to be able to say that I have been crucified with Christ also means that In practical situations of daily life, I always, without exception, say no whenever I'm tempted. To agree with temptation would be the same as coming down from the cross. We enter into life through all sorts of temptations. That is the same as constantly saying no to our self-will, no to my flesh. We must be faithful in this. And make no exceptions whatsoever. We must never get tired of saying no. No to the will of flesh. No to our enemy. The devil. Amen. Again, I. I've shared those uh, responses to those two questions. First one, what does it mean to be crucified with Christ? The second one, how can I say that I have been crucified with Christ? I pray that you will ponder what has been shared with you today and come into your hearing. Let him that hath ears hear what the Spirit says to the church which is our body we must brothers and sisters continue to crucify the flesh there will be opportunities to continue in the flesh but we should never get tired as our brother Elias said never get tired of saying no to the flesh amen I pray that you have been blessed today, and Lord, I ask that every listener uh, will consider themselves uh, in crucifying our flesh daily, and by faith, we believe that you were crucified on our behalf, and it is our reasonable service to crucify this flesh by faith to continue to follow you and have eternal life that it was not in vain in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, until next time, this is Audrey Folson all the way from the state of Florida in the USA. There is no distance in prayer. And thank God for all the technology that's available nowadays for the word of God to be heard. Amen. Again, until the next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom on Resurrection Day.
2: Hello everyone. We have come to the end of our segment today and what a great, what an awesome word that we had. On behalf of everybody at Into the Garden I wish you one and all a blessed Easter, a blessed day and a blessed weekend that we all had, praying that um, we would not forget why we are celebrating this weekend, why we celebrated Friday, and why we are celebrating today. We pray that the love of Christ and the memory of what He did for us, of why He died for us, of the immense love that he had for us would not depart from us, that we would remember that he will always have our backs and that we would remember that he promised that he would would return one day. Bless you all. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. I pray that God will bless you and prosper you. And whatever hardships, whatever things you might be going through, may you always remember that God has you. And your hope should always be on Him. In Jesus' name, bless you. Goodbye.
3: I'll just pop on by to say a friendly hello and to wish you the hearer, the listener, my team here into the garden, a happy Easter. I surely miss you all and trust that you are well. But this is not about me, no, it is about you, the valued hero and listener out there, and saluting the women on my team. I'm the founder and host of Into the Garden and I'm here to thank my team for during my absence Angela Morris from Orlando, Florida, USA, with love from the UK, Rochelle Steer, Carol Scholz both from South Africa and not forgetting one of our heroes, my soul sister, Michelle Van Icke, also from South Africa who, like you, valued hearer and listener, is a valued supporter who likes and shares into the garden whenever she can, with whomever she finds. This hearer, when asked, though, how busy with tiny tarts of feeding skin, she hardly ever says no. So, to all of you, near and far, From the bottom of my heart and with heartfelt thanks and deepest appreciation, Russell and myself have no words but gratitude in our hearts for standing by me and coming alongside me. So hearers and listeners and to my team, from Russell and myself, thank you. So from all of us here into the garden, to you and yours, have a memorable Easter and keep on praying for the people of Ukraine and Russia, for it is only by the grace of God that I am back on air. So to God be the glory for what he has done. He is alive, alive forevermore. The earth shook, the curtain tore and the stone was rolled away. What a price to pay for you and I. So love and appreciate the ones around you and don't deny the one who died for you and I. Happy, Happy Easter from into the garden.